0: Welcome to Inside the Match, where Alex and Simone talk residency applications. We are two residents here to help you navigate the match. For each podcast, we'll bring you residents from various specialties and backgrounds to give advice. Sounds good. So today we are super excited to have Dr. Rosenblatt, who is a dermatology attending physician. So thanks for joining us. Of course, I'm happy to. So where are you an attending physician
1: and what is your position? Um, So I am at University of Chicago and I'm uh, the program director for the dermatology residency program there.
0: So we'd like to start our podcast with some rapid fire questions in order to learn more about your application process to dermatology. So were you AOA? I was. Were you Gold Humanism? Um, We actually
1: didn't have it at my school.
0: And can you share like any funny interview stories or any deficiencies in your residency application process to dermatology? Um, So I can think of um,
1: a couple. Um, One, I think uh, maybe it's not funny, but I just um, thought it was something fun that I did is that uh, during the interview process, it can be a lot, you're trapped, like things are a little different um, over the past year, but in the past, you're traveling a lot. And so what I tried to do is at every place that I interviewed where I had either family or friends, I tried to meet up with them, whether it was um, to just get coffee after we were done with a long interview day or or, um, stay with them. So it turned out to be actually really an enjoyable time for me because I got to see a lot of friends and family that I don't
0: get to see regularly. Well, that does sound like an awesome way to connect with people as you go from city to city. Hopefully one day we might have some in-person opportunities in the future. Yes, I think it would be nice. So dermatology is definitely a competitive specialty. And I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what makes a competitive applicant. Um, So
1: I think when you're talking about a competitive applicant, um, there's a lot of different ways to define it. I think what we're looking for is someone that's been um, successful during medical school um, and even before that. Um, and that success can be seen in a lot of different ways, whether that's um, research, whether it's um, community outreach, um, doing well in your academic courses. Um, so I, I think the combination of, of all of these things and really highlighting what your interests are, um, makes you competitive for those programs that I think
0: will be, that you think would be a good fit for you. So a lot of what a program director does seems so mysterious to an applicant. And I'm just wondering if you could share with us some ways that you might select someone for an interview.
1: Um, Yeah, so, you know, what we've really done um, at University of Chicago, and I think a lot of programs across the country um, have done as well is to really take a holistic, approach to reviewing applications. Um, there is a lot of um, rumors out there and, and probably have some truth to it in the past that everything's based on um, step scores and how you performed during your third year. But um, we're really looking at who the individual is and what their interests are. So at our program, we're looking for people that have had um, have accomplished a lot to get where they are, whether that's through um, a vested interest in community outreach, whether it's through um, research, or it may be that they've had a long road traveled where um, they may be the first person in their family that's gone to college or medical school or on to residency. And so I think highlighting that is really important in the application.
0: So you discussed the importance of that holistic approach when you're looking for an applicant, but some applicants may be a little bit worried about their lower score on a USMLE or a COMLEX exam, or even a deficiency in their application when it comes to one of their clerkships. So do you have any tips for them to strengthen their application? Um, Yeah, so I think that, it's important
1: in many times to address um, if they are you know more um, more clear uh, deficiencies in things like a personal statement. Um, I know for some people there are some hardships that they went through when they were taking step one that may have been reflected in a score. Um, I think it's also really important to, through, mostly through your personal statement and through letters of recommendation, uh, portraying who you are as a person. Uh, because things like having a lower step score, having not doing as well on a um, rotation can are not necessarily the end all be all. If you're someone who works really hard, who maybe their first rotation was a difficult one, and then from there on out, they have really succeeded. That shows the perseverance. Um, and so I think that that's really important. I think it's also really important to um, highlight in those cases what you're focusing, what makes you happy, what you enjoy doing, um, and really highlight
0: that in your application. And one way to highlight yourself might be through an away rotation. And dermatology released a statement in regards to away rotations. And I'm curious if you could talk a little bit more about the possibilities for in-person and then maybe virtual away rotations and what people should do when they're at a away rotation to even showcase their strengths.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a great question. So as far as um, dermatology, we've actually been in line with of the larger organizations, which the recommendation this year is for one away rotation that's in person. Um, and the caveat to that are um, derm applicants that don't have a home dermatology program, in which case the recommendation is two in-person away rotations. Um, and it, it was something that's been discussed with the program directors nationally within dermatology and um, really felt to be um, something that we're we're planning on um, looking at carefully during the application process. Um, As far as virtual rotations, I think that is a great way to get to know programs. It's a different experience than an in-person rotation, but it's a nice way to one, show interest if you're able to, two, get to know some of the Um, faculty and residents at the program Um, and all the virtual rotations can be a little variable as far as um, the actual format of it but our um, away rotation at University of Chicago actually involves um, the students being part of our virtual visits um, as well as our virtual DermPath sign out so it really is an interactive experience. As far as how to um, showcase yourself when you're doing an away rotation um, I think first and foremost is um, being enthusiastic and showing interest Um, it's helpful I think a lot of times that if you do have a home dermatology program to do that rotation first it gives you a chance to um, have more exposure to how the dermatology clinics run in general and then to create a foundation um as far as Durham knowledge and and some of the common things we see so that when you go to do an away rotation you can really showcase um, that knowledge and those skills. Um, And and I think uh, it also gives you the opportunity as an applicant to see if this program seems to be a good fit for you.
0: And we know like when we're in medical school and residency, we all sort of go to up to date to look up general medical knowledge. But are there places that you would recommend going to learn more about dermatology to enhance our foundational base in regards to the material? Um, yeah, so I think um, up to date is a good place to start.
1: There's another app which it may be that you would need um, so it, it's a cost to it, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend paying that cost. But um, I would I would say that a lot of dermatology residents and faculty have an app called Visual DX um, that is also available online, and that's a really great resource for kind of on the spot um, information. Um, another one that a lot of people go to just as a online resource is um, Dermnet um, and Z, and that's, that's something else that usually provides pretty reliable
0: um, information. That's really helpful because it's always no, it's, it's always important to know where to start when you're trying to sort of enhance um, your base in terms of knowledge. And then when it comes to applications, candidates for dermatology tend to overapply as they're worried about not matching in the field. So I'm wondering if you have any recommendations for how many programs a candidate should even apply to. Um,
1: yeah, so you know I think that this is something that has come up for a lot of discussions for both applicants as well as um, program directors because I, I agree with you. I think a lot of times um, applicants do overapply, um, which makes it more challenging for the process in general. Um, and I would say as a caveat that there are always specific circumstances, but I would say that for the average dermatology um, applicant that applying to 50 to 60 programs is usually more than sufficient. Um, obviously, like I said, there's there's caveats to that. If you're couples matching um, and coming from a different, um, like non-traditional route, But that's usually um, what has been shown to be um, a number that you're likely to apply to and match in dermatology.
0: And another component of your application that can help you stand out is a letter of recommendation. And so I'm curious if you have any points for looking at when you are reading a letter of recommendation and whether or not we should consider if we're getting it from someone more prestigious or someone who really knows us better. Um, yeah, so I think the
1: letter of recommendation um, is one of the few parts of the application. Really um, that and your personal statement that are the areas that you can really show off who you are um, as a person. Um, And so I do really encourage um, all of our applicants to utilize that. Um, Find letter writers that do know you, know what qualities um, make you shine and really exemplify that in the letter of recommendation.
0: If you are a candidate in the upcoming match cycle, I'm curious what programs or what questions you would ask the program director in the midst of an interview. Um, So I think one,
1: one of the most important parts of the application process and even more so during the interview process is finding a good fit between an applicant and a program. Um, and so I think asking the programs what they're looking for in a resident can be very helpful um, as an applicant to see if that's a good fit for you or not. Um, so I think that's that's really helpful a lot of times. Um, I think it can also be really helpful uh, to ask about what the strengths, what they think the strengths of the programs, as well as maybe some of the weaknesses or things that you want to improve on in the program, would be.
0: Another part of an interview day, which may be less intimidating for some people, is when you get to talk to the residents and you get to learn more about the residency through asking them questions. So, if you were an applicant applying, what types of questions would you ask the residents to learn more about the program? So.
1: Um, as far as the from the resident perspective, I think one of the big things is this is going to be a group of people that you're spending three years with and you're going to be working really closely with. And so um, finding getting to know them, finding out who they are, um, what the personality is. Also finding about about the location, where do they live? Um, what do they do? Is it a program where you spend a lot of time with your co-residents? Some programs are and some programs aren't, and I think that's a matter of fit for the applicants as well. Are they looking for a program where, you know, they spend a lot of time outside of work with their co-residents? Or is it everybody works really well together, but then they go their own separate ways afterwards? So I think it's really helpful to um, ask those questions to the residents and find what you're looking for. Um, I know our residents at University of Chicago uh, do really uh, enjoy spending time together in residency as well as outside of work. So um, it's nice that they really get to know each other well.
0: It really is a family and even looking through social media accounts, you can see some of those activities that they are involved with outside of the hospital. Definitely. you know, another stressful part of this whole experience is ranking programs at the end of your interview journey. And you really are excited about where you've interviewed. You want to showcase uh, where you want to go to your top program. So I'm curious what tips you have in regards to ranking and then also sending that email to your number one program that you'd like to go. Um, yeah. So as far as ranking
1: programs, I I think that you just need to um, have an idea beforehand of what you're looking for in a residency, and seeing which program is the best fit. Um, Some people do that by writing like a list of pros and cons. Some people do it by just the feeling they get when they're there and I, I have to admit I'm probably a little bit along those lines. (laughs) Um, But, but really being true to yourself because the truth is is every one of our dermatology programs are excellent programs. And you're gonna be trained to be an excellent dermatologist. And so you wanna find a program that's gonna be a good fit for you, a place that you're gonna be happy for
0: the three years that you're in residency. Um, And, you know, through dermatology, there are so many opportunities to learn from incredible mentors in the field, but some people may not have a home institution So do you have any tips for those who may not know where to go to look for a mentor or to find out more about the field? Sure, well,
1: um, we've actually had a great collaboration that has really been enhanced over the last year or two with um, Digo, which is the um, National Derm Interest Group. Um, And that's led by medical students. And we actually have a mentorship program that was, Um, established this year and it's um, at this time specifically for applicants that don't have a home program. Um, So I'm actually going to be meeting with a couple of um, the students that I was matched with um, to go over this application process with them.
0: That is such a neat opportunity because it can be very challenging for those that do not have people with own within their own home institution to go to to seek advice. Yeah, definitely. And I think beyond that,
1: the program directors in general in dermatology are very approachable and um, really want to make the process for the applicants as easy as possible um, and share the knowledge that we have about the process so that there's more transparency. So I would also encourage you whether it's um, a local program or a program that you're very interested in to reach out to the program director there um, and and see about um, having an opportunity to talk for a brief period of time
0: there are some applicants that go unmatched in dermatology and uh, they are going to reapply because they're really excited about being a part of the specialty so do you have any suggestions for those people that are reapplying this cycle to dermatology um yeah so i think
1: that there's um a couple things that are are usually really important when you're um reviewing the application especially if you're reapplying i think um Definitely on a positive note, as a program director, when I see someone who's reapplying, it really shows to me that they're they're interested in this specialty and that this is something that they want to pursue as opposed to perhaps not matching and then going into a different specialty. Um, I think it is really helpful if you're able to enhance your application um, or address any deficiencies that you may not be able to, um, that you may not be able to correct. Um, And I think that really shows growth as an individual. Um, And then, like I said, if you're able during the time in between not matching and reapplying to enhance your application, um, that can be really helpful as well.
0: Well, you've provided us so many awesome ways in which we can enhance our application for dermatology. And I'm wondering if there's anything else you'd like to offer about this entire application or residency interview process.
1: So, um, a couple things that I will tell you. One is that there are going to be times where it's stressful. It is going to be stressful when you talk to your medical school classmates and they've gotten 30 interviews from their internal medicine programs. Or you talk to one of your medical school classmates and they said, oh yeah, I've heard from the programs like a week after I applied. It just doesn't happen in dermatology and you're not alone. Um, Just so that you're aware, usually the interviews for dermatology programs occur mostly in December and January. So it's not unusual to not hear from programs until um, the end of November, sometimes early December. Last year we did a joint release where there was a number of programs that released their interviews on the same day. Um, And we haven't decided um, definitively if that'll occur again, but that's a possibility. just so that you're aware. And I think the other important thing to remember through this process is that programs really wanna know who you are, what makes you what's, makes you happy, what are you excited about, um, and really highlight that, particularly in your personal statement. Um, in general, we know why you're going into dermatology because it tends to be the reasons we went into dermatology. (laughs) So getting to know you in that personal statement, and how you got to where you are and who
0: you are, is really important. Those are such great tips to end on. And to learn a little bit more about you, we like to have you share a fun fact about yourself. Okay,
1: well, um, I guess one fun fact about me, which is not at all related to medicine, is that I love to ice skate. And I actually was a figure skating instructor when I was in college. And now I am teaching my four-year-old to ice skate.
0: Oh, that sounds so cool. It's always nice to have you know, those hobbies to discuss, even at an interview about things that are totally outside the scope of medicine. I completely agree. Well, that's all the time we have today with Dr. Rosenblatt. Thanks for joining us at Inside the Match. Special thanks to Kevin McLoyd for the music and be sure to follow or subscribe to our podcast. Catch our next podcast to learn more application tips and hear from another awesome leader in medical education.